0: Feelman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast Uh, to play.
1: Big Ten has until Monday at 5 o'clock to answer the lawsuit.
0: Yeah. uh, The attorney for the Big Ten argues, quote, harm would be incredible, (laughs) unquote, if board of directors' documents were made available to the public just because eight student-athletes disagree with the decision. He said the court is asking for something with, quote, no precedent. That's not true. Would you... uh? Like to sit here a little bit longer while I fresh in the open. I, I saw you roll your eyes I, when the open was the same one as Monday and the same one as Wednesday. I, was fifteen minutes waiting for me to get everything electronic squared away? Not I, enough for you this morning? Well, I, yeah, I mean,
1: I understand because it's not like. We do a show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Well,
0: I'm up at 5.20 to do the show, and I thought, you know, in order to uh, preclude any issues during the show, maybe I should do a virus scan this morning. You know, It never finished. It went for – I actually started it last night. It went all night. I got up this morning. I started it again, and it's still cranking. So at 6.30, I'm like, well, I better stop it and reboot because – Spiels will be stomping in here at six forty-five. Let's go. <laughs> yes, we I, are I, finally live this morning on a Friday edition of the Spiels Weekly Political Why are really you blaming that your
1: day. ineptitude on me? <laughs> Just why? Cause I mean, what?
0: I mean, what do you? Because d- I used to be a Democrat <laughs> and I still haven't forgotten all of it. It was a setup. You set me up.
1: Oh. You know, I don't ask for a lot. I no. really don't. I mean, no, I actually don't. pay to no, do this podcast. You brought gifts today. You came bearing I, gifts today. Well, because of the extortion that was yes, pl- placed that upon was, me. that
0: was extortion, With yes.
1: uh, Sherry Hooley, low-key extortion.
0: Low-key uh, extortion. We still haven't gotten your <laughs> coffee, by the way. Oh, no, of course I'll not. I'll run and get that today, Let's if you see. like.
1: Let's see. Uh... The streaming isn't working. Now it is. I haven't, Hello, gotten, I, I haven't gotten
0: coffee yet. Nope. No, no. So I don't. But you hey, You did get your free diet coke? That's and what the, you the, get for the you open the, the open hasn't been changed. The open hasn't three been changed days? Days. No, in three days. Now same mean, open. If only we had three girls again, yeah, three tech next tech savvy girls.
1: That I would be happy to pay again, pay more money to do this show. They've been they can, uh, <laughs> uh,
0: engaged in technology of a different sort lately. My daughter Katie is up for the. Max Preps Ohio High School Athlete of the Week. So uh, her sisters have been thumbing incessantly voting on their phones, hoping that they'll win, which I find tender that they're helping and hoping yeah. that their sister well, wins. Well,
1: I think that's a yeah.
0: good sign. I'm jealous to, of her success. I hazard to see my data bill when uh, all their voting Put comes it on, due. Uh, well, at least it's not DirecTV. Maybe it's not DirecTV. That's <laughs> Maybe for sure. you can send another strongly worded email yes. to DirecTV. Uh, welcome, everyone, to a <laughs> yeah, Friday good. edition, September 4th edition of the We Tackle Life podcast. I'm Bruce Hooley. He's Chris Spielman. And uh, we welcome you to uh, send us your tweets and texts and Facebook messages. Our friend Joe Dumas, former Buckeye. Says that, uh, oh, I, I missed the uh, early one there. Okay, there you go. So Joe says he's he's given two rides to JFK already. Early bird gets to. Joe work.
1: started a car uh, service yeah. and has done a great job in New York. And he,
0: yeah, he's, he gets it
1: going and has worked very hard and built a successful business. Very proud of Joe and all he's overcome. And Joe, uh, I know, will not be, uh, would not feel bad if I talked about this, but Joe I think has been sober now for over. Let me get it here, because mm-hmm. I think one thing we always talk about is c- accountability, and for the last 2,574 days wow, Joe has texted me uh, the days he's he's had without a drink, so he's been twenty five hundred every 2, day. I, look, days. I have these texts on my phone every That's time. So cool. Every single day.
0: That is so cool.
1: And he actually texted me that he calculated how much money he has saved over that time period. You are not going to believe the number. Not drinking. Not drinking. How much money he okay, saved?
0: Okay, so three hundred and fifty. Let's say math in my head. Three hundred and fifty days. He said it's twenty six hundred days. Yeah, so just seven, roughly so basically eight years seven and a half eight yes, years yeah I'm gonna say almost like twenty five thousand dollars three hundred and eighty
1: five thousand six hundred fifty dollars <laughs> not spent on alcohol see I'm a'm a, no, non, but, as a but,
0: non-drinking man I have no idea what alcohol costs so, so that's amazing great for you Joe
1: yeah Great. Right the last seven and a half years, and I've gotten a text. Here it every is. Every single day.
0: Right here. He totals it up for us. 385, 900. Yeah. So great for I mean, you, Joe. Good, good.
1: And speaking of Twitter. Yes. I've gotten a message on Twitter. I saw it. For, for Some people are coming to me. Yeah. Well, good luck. <laughs> no, listen to me now. Mm-hmm, I'm listening. Some people have come to me to ask for your forgiveness. And to unblock them so they can engage with the wonderful Bruce Hooley. Not
0: really. They haven't come to you asking for forgiveness. They're just asking um, for you to intervene. But this person wants proof of why. Well, I can't supply that proof. You you can't. I can't give you. Here we go. It's Sean Hawkins. Sean. Sean, I'm doing my part. Sean tweets, at Chris Spielman, I humbly ask. Now, listen to this. Listen if there's an apology to me in here anywhere. Right. Uh, where did it go? Well, because
1: he feels he uh, he basically wants to say he doesn't tweet virtually at anybody, and he wants to say, "Okay, look, if I made a mistake, fine." But he wants to engage with you, and I think you should open your heart. I'm being dead serious. I think right. you should. open L- listen, This is a
0: new Bruce. Listen for an apology in this. Oh, at Chris Spielman doesn't need to apologize. I humbly ask if you can get Bruce to unblock me. I don't recall saying. I don't recall saying anything to him. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I don't respond vitriolic to anyone. I loved listening to both of you over the years. If I, I if I did, I would certainly apologize. You're looking way too much into that. Also, check this out. And he sent a Mike Dewine tweet. So nowhere in there. First of all, he does leave room that he may have responded. He may vitriolic have, He may have in made... the point 0.1% that he left. And, yeah, and typically so, when I block you, it's because you've used profanity okay. toward me or my family.
1: If he's used profanity and he's and he doesn't, he wants to be unblocked. I think it's your perfect opportunity mm-hmm. to exercise some grace. I'm, it's, this is a great t- uh, test case. It's to exercise some grace and let him engage with you.
0: So what I was going to do, I called up his timeline. I called up his timeline to see, all right, is this the kind of guy that I want to give another chance to? Mm-hmm. Sean Hawkins. And he, and he blocked you? No, I blocked him. It says, right. are you sure you want to view these tweets? Viewing tweets won't unblock Hawk's Nest 18 I say unblock him. so I hope you unblock I him. I think I can view his tweets without unblocking him. It, it's fine. I I viewed
1: his tweets, and I didn't see anything that would you would find. Now, so
0: far, he's doing very well. His first tweet is doing very well. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's why I said Yeah. I viewed his tweets for you. Yeah, there's a second His NBA tweet is uh winner. <laughs> So he's agreeing with you. Oh, so he's he- definitely after my heart. He's got a Tim Tebow tweet on there. boy. And a Clay Travis tweet. Look at this. This guy might be my alter ego. Maybe I blocked him because he's funnier than I am yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, I'll well, give that strong consideration. All right, thank yeah, you. I think that'll probably happen by noon All right, I just wanted today. to get all this
1: stuff off. Or yeah. We're off to a rough start, and go. I just thought that we are showing some start. grace today would be yes. good.
0: Yeah, it would. For I- you. I certainly <laughs> lap up all the grace I can get, so I should at yeah, least
1: divvy some of the rest of that it. That in fact, I bring more than my share. Yeah, you gifts brought me enough.
0: You brought me enough uh, doggy CBD from our friends at uh, CBD Health Collections and Spielman CBD uh, to hopefully cure, mitigate something. You know, I told you my dog has the IBS. Right. Which, those of you who don't know what that is, it's, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. It's uh, irritable. Something syndrome, yeah. Ir- irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah. Well, my dog last night didn't have irritable bowel syndrome. She had like furious bowel
1: syndrome. <laughs> Angry at her, huh? Oh. Did you try like different food. The too?
0: mess I have to clean up in my garage when you leave today. Ooh. Yeah. I'm gonna block her on Twitter. She <laughs> keeps doing that to me. Well, so yeah. So I'm really thankful for the for the uh, CBD from uh, Rick and Ashley. Yeah, we had a and, great uh, uh, grand opening. Tell me about the grand opening of the store On in uh, Granville. Granville.
1: It's uh, Actually, you can, it's a, it's a retail store, so you can go buy the yeah. product if you don't want to uh, buy it online, and you can drive out to Granville, which I enjoy. Granville's a cool place, oh, by the way. Oh, what it's, a beautiful it, town. It's
0: just... What a beautiful town.
1: It's really, really wonderful, but... uh and we had a grand opening of a, a store, and uh, they have the products, either CBD health collection product, mm-hmm. or certainly they have the Spielman brand where you can get sunblock, pills, roll-on, sunblock? patches, uh, tinctures, they're called. That's yeah. the droplets, which mm-hmm. uh, I'm a big fan of the drops and the uh, roll-on. also use the patches. That's for my needs. Uh, if you're going on vacation or if you're golfing, the sunblock is excellent. But it was cool. We had a lot of people there last night, a ribbon-cutting ceremony. I think the mayor of Granville uh, stopped by last night. And Rick and Ashley were there, and John. uh, It's just uh, wonderful people, and uh, we have a good product. I'm not going to sit here and say that without being sincere. Uh, We have a very good product. It's independently verified, and... In fact, Carrie was having some arthritis in her hands the other day, Bruce. She took the roll-on, rubbed it on her hands, and and got some serious pain relief. I've
0: experienced that myself with uh, my thumb issues, my neck issues. Yeah, the thing about, uh, and I've talked to Rick and Ashley a few times, you can find a hundred places between here and Granville that will sell CBD. You can't find any places that grow their own from their own seeds that they engineer to uh, medical grade specs, and then they provide all the medical breakdown yeah. of each product with the little crazy barcode thing where you can put your phone next to it and see what the breakdown yeah. is. And they have uh, some new products. Rick was telling me about. They've got like a, and I'm trying this one. Did you bring me the sleeping the thing that helps me sleep?
1: No, I did not. Oh, I'll, 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 okay. I'll do that. A fitful
0: I'm, weekend of sleep for me. That's so, okay. but
1: I met a couple doctors there last night, and the, some doctors are interesting that. And again, nobody, look, I'm not making these claims because I, I don't have uh, the data, but I met a, a cancer survivor there who, during her treatments, as far as pain relief mm-hmm. uh, that chemo may cause or radiation may cause, uh, she's a uh, two-time ovarian cancer survivor, Ooh. and she uses the product, and she was there to support it last night. So I'm not, again, I'm not saying it's healing anybody, but I'm talking about uh, the the pain relief that you get, and if you're like me, and I'm not, uh, if you're tired of taking over the counter stuff, which I am, I'm tired of taking over the counter medication or pain relief. Uh, you can get um, to me, you get the relief that you're looking for, the same or even a tad better for
0: for me. And so check it out, SpielmanCBD.com. There we go. There you go. Uh, speaking to doctors. Yeah. When I last like- heard from, uh, Dr. Wayne Sebastianelli. Uh, of Penn State was at the forefront of the recovery of, an amazing story, Adam Taliaferro, a Penn State, highly touted Penn State defensive Teleferro, Taliaferro. Okay. Who very unfortunately was injured uh, in a uh, catastrophic way in Ohio Stadium. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to say like late 90s, late 90s, uh, taken off the field. The fear was that he was going to be paralyzed. And then a very inspiring scene the following fall. He led Penn State that was onto so the cool. field.
1: Might, might have been one of the coolest moments yeah. in Ohio yeah. Stadium, to be honest with you. They
0: played Miami in the season opener, night game, and Adam Taliaferro led the, the Nittany Lions back onto the field. So cool. Walking. Sebastianelli was the doctor who was a team physician and all that. So his name is well known in the Big Ten. Uh, and yesterday there were uh, day long. Uh, Day, a day long attention paid to. <laughs> I was
1: I was working all day yesterday, so I didn't pay attention. This was, was this was Twitter the dominant yesterday.
0: thing on social media yesterday. That Dr. Sebastianelli had attended a Monday night meeting of some people who were asking him about it was either administrators, doctors, maybe a mix of the two, discussing high school football in Pennsylvania in the COVID era and what are the dangers. And he apparently off the top of his head. Said that one of his colleagues told him that the Big Ten had found myocarditis, the inflamed heart muscle uh, thing, in 30 to 35% of positive COVID tests. Okay, so because he's esteemed in his profession, Dr. Sebastianelli this was given great weight 30 to 35% one in every 3 holy oh, smokes you can't yeah. you can't play football if one out of 3 kids it, <sighs> so so this was monday night it didn't get reported in the center daily times the paper of record in that area until thursday so i, when I have a free. theory behind that why yeah. so when it hit the papers people freaked out why is your what's your theory
1: well, two things um nobody reads the newspaper could be one one one, one um well, the anti-ballers all jumped on that, too. Oh,
0: my goodness. The they Blue Check sports their, writer crowd against football they, had a field day with it. They
1: did, and unfortunately, they got humbled in a hurry. First of all, it came out Monday night, um, didn't report it till Thursday. A couple things. Somebody at the paper didn't want it out till Thursday because they knew by rumor and what everybody's hearing and what's been leaked that the Big Ten is going to vote today on whether to proceed forward. So by releasing it and holding it until Thursday, maybe they were trying. That's right up your alley. I'm surprised you did not think of this. conspiracy
0: theory. I'm really ashamed I didn't think of it.
1: Uh, No, I mean, you can't. I don't know anymore because there's so much lack of trust. So why wouldn't you have it? And the other thing that's so disturbing about this, when it was reported, nobody seemed to verify the report because if you look further in and he clarified his statements – That 0%, 0, not 35, 0% of all Penn State athletes
0: had no issues with myocarditis. Zero. Zero cases. So ESPN did a good job, an an exhaustive uh, survey of the 65 Power 5 programs and said, hey, you know, this Dr. Sebastianelli says they got uh, 30 to 35%. Uh, what do you have how many how many myocarditis cases do you have at your school? And they found that at 65 power five programs, they had one, one case, one. Well, so Penn state had to put out a statement later in the day. We want to, I think Dr. Sebastianelli was probably embarrassed. He recalled the numbers incorrectly from his colleague. He was speaking off the top of his head. And so he said, you know, to clarify, I, you know, basically I was wrong. Right. So, So, which
1: has been par for the course for this whole COVID-19 because you have dueling theories and dueling opinions on it. And it all comes down to this. From day one, and actually I think you and I have been a part of this from day one. Day one, we said, is there risk? Yes. Are you, is it with your situation- do you want to take the risk? That is your freedom of choice to take the risk. I remember us having this conversation back in early April. Yeah. And But when you don't have any concrete information, and I get there's people learning and all this, but the willingness and the uh, anxiousness and the excitement to jump on this story mm-hmm. is really, uh to me, without, I thought as a, Journalists that you'd have to independently
0: verify. Well, I would have certainly called Penn State and said, you know, I'm just double checking this. Or at the very least, it's lazy, but you still cover yourself if you say, the Center Daily Times is reporting that. You know, Dr. Sebastian, yeah, that said is this. lazy.
1: That is lazy. But
0: at least you're saying, I'm not reporting this. But everybody else, you ran with it like, see, Sebastianelli said, even though they weren't in a meeting. Yeah, they were so excited to have something to use as a wedge against Big Ten football. Now, you and I had a conversation on Wednesday Wednesday night. We did? Yeah, about, and you said to me, hey, there's reports all over the internet that the Big Ten's going to vote on Friday, and that this school and that school and this school are going to opt out, and we're going to have football by October the 10th. Yes. And I've seen, is that... Did Dan Patrick come up with that, or I've seen that? It's all over. rumored. I, okay, so tell the people. If you stop on
1: blocking people, you'd find this out.
0: Yes, well, maybe so. I'm going to plug in our uh, video uh, <laughs> do, over there. Well, I
1: can't. Under, no.
0: All right, go ahead. I, I'll I'm, do that. You tell uh, the people wait, we're
1: not connecting today
0: because I'm no, a little. Biz- no, we are connecting. this biz- is the, great I'm chemistry. Biz- <laughs> this is who you and I are. This is how our I'm conversations so, go. This right is a, now, I'm really disappointed. This is in a you. window into our okay relationship. So. What do you expect to happen today? Because the, the Big Ten has not said, "Yeah, we're voting."
1: I okay. What's what? I'll be lazy. What's being reported is there at nine thirty today, Bruce. If you would actually check your Twitter account at nine thirty today, there's going to be a vote, supposedly, by the Big Ten. Uh, they're also, from what I understand, may have the option. For schools to opt out, see Illinois, see Northwestern, see Rutgers, see Maryland, and there's a 50% chance that Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota, I think, although I do think Minnesota will play. They want to start by October 10th because they know if they start at October 10th, what that legitimately does is give them a shot now at the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. And so um, if Minnesota opts out, then you'll have eight games. I don't know if they can pick up a non-conference game to make it nine games. That'd be nice. I don't know that. But if Minnesota's in, they'll have a nine-game season, which, okay, that's better than nothing. Yeah. Right? And it. it uh, so I think we are going to get a vote today. I'm probably, I'll say 80% sure that we're going to get a vote today.
0: Okay. They wouldn't vote unless they were positive they had the votes to change it. That, in
1: my opinion and that and um, quite frankly, I think uh, yeah, you're right. I mean it's just kind of like Congress when they pass bills they don't bring them up but they they're not going to pass them right. And so I think President Trump kind of put them a little bit in a in a corner where they have to make a decision because of the avid rapid testing that's going to be provided. Which uh, gives them? In fact, at Fox, we're getting rapid tests. I'm getting tested every Saturday night at the hotel.
0: How are they testing? We're, we're are they having, doing the swab. Or are you no, doing no, the,
1: saliva? Uh, swab up the. Ooh. Not, not. But they're not doing the brain thing. They're doing it just on the inside of your nose. Okay,
0: so it's not like really right. super unpleasant. It's,
1: it's it's the it's the friend. They call it the friendly test. We actually are also having two COVID. Uh, nurses travel with us they're part of our broadcast team Wow really now on Tuesday or Wednesday depending on when I leave I have this uh, website that I have to go on to and I have to do a self-examination uh, enter my information then I either get a green card or uh, to go or a red card to be cautious and I'd have to talk to human resources and all that stuff Wow but and, and, and um, let's see what else was was interesting? about that i look i commend fox Mm -hmm. for doing everything they have to do to get the job done the guy said the guy that led the meeting there were 500 people in this meeting yesterday so you're talking about everybody involved with fox plus all the all the independent contractors there were 500 people in this meeting and logistically what fox was able to do Mm -hmm. and i'm not just saying this from my employer i mean nbc's doing this cbs espn all these people are doing this to make things happen, they're spending a lot of money to get it done, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to start the meeting. And I really sincerely believe this: that you know their number one concern is right—the the safety and health of all their employees, sure, which it should be. And I, but I, and but there were some people on there, and there was a question and answer thing that you can um, hit and ask questions. There's some people on there that were complaining about this, and it's very simple. Complaining about everything you have to do—it's very simple. If you don't want to, the job, then you don't. You're not forced to take the job. There'll be plenty of other people who would it, love it, to take it. It goes back to what I'm saying. At least give me the freedom to choose whether I want to take the risk of working mm-hmm. or not. Absolutely. And so you know, and that you know, it, but that but Fox to me is going above and beyond because they're sending me a, a little uh, what what's a bag you wear around your waist? A fanny pack. If they're sending fanny packs to everybody with a, a digital thermometer. Hand sanitizer, a bunch of mask, all these things. So making it is they're they're providing COVID nurses. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's crazy. I but I think you know I, I, is it is it a pain in the rear end? Yes. Nobody wants to do this. Do you think yeah. they want to spend no, all their money not. on this? Of course not. So I was getting a little bit angry at this person because you know you're going to take my DNA and send it off to some lab. You know that's really conspiracy uh, conspiracy theory. But it's simple. If you don't want to play by the rules of the business, then don't play. Yeah.
0: Right? You're allowed not to work. Yeah. find another job. I I don't love sitting outside at a soccer game with a mask on, but I love that I get to watch my daughter play soccer. If it's a sacrifice I have to make to have her play soccer, I'm willing to make it. Does it make any sense to me that you can have 50% capacity indoors at a restaurant, no masks, And then when you're outdoors, you can only have 20% capacity with masks? No. That makes zero sense to me. makes zero sense to anyone with a working brain. But that's what they've said we have to do, and that's what I'm willing to do. And, well, if I want to go out to eat, I
1: don't make the rules of the restaurant. Yeah. I uh, abide by the rules of the restaurant. Do I think it's absolutely – there's not one person that thinks this is a good idea. When you stand up and you walk 20 feet to the bathroom – you have to have your mask on. Mm-hmm. Then when you walk 20 feet back and you actually change your elevation, elevation by sitting down, sitting down, you can take your mask off. Yeah, does anybody it. think that makes any difference? I don't I, think I don't, anybody don't, any
0: rational person I don't think
1: do. any rational person does. Yeah. But you know what?
0: what they ask say. me to do it, I'm going to do it. Absolutely right. All right, so if we get football by October the 10th, and Jim Harbaugh told his team yesterday in practice to prepare for playing in October, We haven't heard from Ryan Day. We haven't heard from Gene Smith. But Harbaugh, you know, why would he tell them to get ready to play in October unless he knew where the vote was going to happen and where it was going to go and what they might do? And you're right. The Big Ten would be stupid to let an an opportunity to get into the playoff and to uh, maximize TV revenue this fall and all that kind of stuff if it's safe to play and the rapid testing. And they can hide behind the availability of rapid testing as the reason why. I'm not sure they'll give credit to president trump for making rapid tests available because i think they don't want to be seen as having impact on the election one way or the other i, they, I they don't may, no, they I may mean, have a dog I in don't, the fight I, they don't want to own that yeah. I, and i understand why they wouldn't well, want to own no it.
1: they don't want to own it and but everybody i think if everybody thinks logically and being you know intellectually honest with yourself and, and do some critical thinking you know, President or Vice President Biden, and he's doing what he has to do to win an uh, election. Mm-hmm. I thought he played it smart, came out with a commercial showing empty Big, big Ten stadiums. Yep. This is Trump's fault. Trump counter punches. He gets on the horn with Kevin uh, Warren. By the way, we're going to have rapid testing in a week before or less than a week. The Big Ten is voting to play after the Trump phone call. You can you can look at it any yep. way you want. You're free to critically think how you want. I don't blame Biden whatsoever. Nope. For uh That's politics. dropping that ad out there. Yeah, that's it's a blood sport as they say obviously in politics. So then the problem is I don't think he thought uh, Trump was going to counterpunch and, and Trump's counterpunches was the best of them. So
0: Yeah, and I don't know that he thought, you know, the Big 10 would uh, change its viewpoint, but what whether they will or not should become clear by noon today and if they make an announcement they're <laughs> having football in October uh President Trump will no doubt try to leverage that because just the swing states of Wisconsin Minnesota Ohio Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Michigan if you're if one of those candidates wins which well one of them will yeah. whichever one of them wins three of those states wins the election yeah well, those here, are the
1: swing states here's the thing uh it's interesting that people are on Twitter and I when I was following all this this was all happening on wednesday well president trump is just doing this because of the election yeah
0: yes just like your point
1: is just like yeah just like vice president biden was doing it for the election yeah. i mean that's that it's fine that's the way it works and now we have the pac 12 that may be interested in starting back up yeah yeah, because they can't. Apparently, cares. they can't make a decision without the Big Ten. No, they can't. That's the that's a mistake that the, I'm the that's a mistake that the Big Ten made. They think the Big Ten had the same mindset of the Pac twelve, or the Big Ten thought the other conferences had the same mindset of the Pac twelve, and and basically the other conference said, "Why would we follow
0: you? Oh, we're not following you. You, you have nothing to do, not to do with us." Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have great news. Uh, months ago. Our friend Joe in Nashville let us know that he was going to have uh, prostate cancer surgery. Uh, He emails spielmanhoolypodcast at gmail.com and says, Thank you, guys, for your prayers earlier this year. I'm fully recovered from any side effects from my prostate cancer surgery and now am cancer-free. God, is great. That's great, Joe. And he also wants to thank you, Mr. Spielman. Why? He says, I want to thank Chris for keeping me from making a tactical error. I love my hemisphere coffee. And almost every time I start sipping it in the morning, I comment to my wife about how much I enjoy it. Now, my wife is a tea drinker. I don't understand that, but I love her just the same. Recently, she mentioned that because I've been raving about my Hemisphere coffee, she may need to try a cup sometime. Since learning about Chris's problem with coffee thievery in his house, I no longer rave about Hemisphere coffee. I just sip it quietly and enjoy it. Here's hoping my wife forgets any thoughts about switching from tea to coffee. I got a suggestion for he you. He says, "By the way, Sumatra Bright Java is
1: his current favorite." Wow, I haven't. Ha- I don't even think I've tried that. Um, I only have one that I strongly dislike. I'm just being honest. Yeah, and I'm going to let the let the folks know what hemisphere the one that I dislike. So when you hold up your end of the extortion deal, that mm-hmm. uh,
0: when I deliver, <laughs> you've been kind. You you submitted your hostage to me. Now I have to pay off with the coffee.
1: Just yes. this—it's this, this simple. One box of Hunter's Blend
0: only. One box of Hunter's Blend only for
1: you. Right. Then for me, the next box can be a variety, except this one okay. that I do not well, want. Well, you can to, say what kind it is. Uh, Java Blue, I think. Java Blues. Does Java. Yeah, I just—it's just not my thing. Okay. Well, it doesn't.
0: Is it your wife's thing
1: or no, Macy's both thing? Both. Uh, no. So because okay. I and I purposely started because I make her coffee yeah. every morning. That's the the kind of guy that I am. Give, I, give, give, give. Thank give. you, thank you. <laughs> Very good, sir. <laughs> so, so I started purposely making her. <laughs> this is my counter attack. This is my counter attack. So I, I know that she didn't like it. So I make that for her every morning, just to try to get her off. See hemisphere. You know that you they have us all fooled. We think hemisphere. <laughs> It's such a great company that wants to plant churches and make great coffee, but they really want to divide marriages. Divide marriages. That's
0: their (laughs) ultimate goal, I'm sure. Yes. No, it isn't. But it is to get you the best coffee they can from around the world. So if you would like to try... Hemisphere Coffee Roasters coffee. Go to their website, HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com, and order using the promo code We Tackle Life in all caps. You'll get fifteen percent off. And trust me, they got about I don't know how many different flavors they have. Must be seventy five or more. I, yeah, they're such, it's so a there's such. So there's bound place. to be one that might not be Mister Spielman's favorite, but you love the uh, Hunter's Blend. Yeah. You love. I the, like the uh,
1: breakfast blend, Nicaraguan. I, yeah. I
0: like it. I, I like them all except
1: the Java Blue. Okay, which I'm actually maybe I keep feeding Carrie but she then is Somehow on. she <laughs> waits till you go out of the room she, and then well, switches she, yeah the cup. she's on to my nefarious <laughs> ways Bruce <laughs> oh, there you go.
0: it didn't take her long put it that way so uh thank you to Paul and Grace and Andy at hemisphere coffee roasters and thank you to all of you uh like Joe in Nashville who have become uh avid hemisphere fans we appreciate that very much all right uh the Browns made a trade yesterday Mr Spielman. They got Ronnie Harrison, a safety from the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are selling out to the bare walls. They <laughs> yeah. uh, used a fifth-round pick to get him. He is presumably a uh, you know, a good risk because he's been playing, and he's 23. He signed through next year and didn't give up a ton for him. He'll yeah. take the spot of Grant Delpa, who's out for the season, That's with, too something, bad with thing a, thing. something I hope I never do, a ruptured Achilles tendon. Yeah. That's one of those injuries that I just think, ay, ay, ay.
1: Yeah, that used to be a really difficult injury to come back from. Mm-hmm. I do believe uh, I was actually reading on uh, some injury stuff um, that I do believe that like ACLs, like an ACL is not is looked upon as a long sprain, sprained ankle now, or yeah, before to be it was career threatening or ending, as you said, yeah. yeah. And I think Achilles tendons used to be a big issue, but guys seem to have success coming back from it. Obviously, advances in medicine help these guys make a full recovery. And come back uh, just as strong as ever. So uh, hopefully, especially young guy like Grant, which is a good football player. It's too bad because I, I really liked him at LSU, yeah. and I hope uh, hope he's back and healthy next year.
0: Well, he had a great, well, next to last year. I don't know if it was a sophomore year or junior year. Then last year he did not have a great year, but he had injuries. The Browns felt like they got him at a steal in the second round, just like they felt the same about Greedy Williams. So we don't know. Uh We'll find out. But safety is an important position for them, apparently in their new defensive coordinator scheme. He floats his safeties. you got to be able to play pass. you got to be able to come up and play in the box too. So, yeah. well, we'll He's that type that. of player. Uh, now, help me out with uh, the Cincinnati Bengals' secondary woes. As we've talked about, Trey Wayne's one of the corners they signed from the Minnesota Vikings out for a significant period of time, maybe for the year with a torn peck. Uh, they were counting on him to play opposite William Jackson. That won't happen now. So they may have to play Mackenzie Alexander, another corner they got from the Vikings, who they were hoping to play in the slot. Right. Mackenzie Alexander on the outside, is that a problem for the Bengals, in your opinion?
1: Um, No, I mean, it's not ideal. I think what they're hoping for, because the slot corner position is such a marquee position now in defenses, and um, the average... Uh, the personnel grouping with five defensive backs on the field, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in the NFL is probably seventy-five percent of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's a very important position. It's a very difficult position to play. Uh, it's almost a specialized position to play, Bruce. There is, I mean, the people are drafting slot corners, and that's all they do. And uh, because of the, uh, I think the. Escalation over the past, maybe what, eight, nine, ten years of, of people throwing the football and playing three wide outs and spreading everybody out mm-hmm. and trying to get the matchups. So, McKenzie's a smaller guy and usually like those long, yeah. leaner corners on the outside. McKenzie's a smaller guy. Uh, he's certainly capable, but I don't, what I would be concerned with, okay, how much is this going to affect his ability to play slot corner? Because, yeah. you know, you run all over the place playing slot corner and it's a tough position to play because you also have to be pretty stout against the run. So we'll see. I I would look for them. I mean, they might start out that way. Hopefully they'll have a player that uh, develops and a guy that they can put in there at at the outside corner position so he can move back inside.
0: Uh, Nick sends us a message on Facebook that he does not share your – uh, opinion of Java Blues. He says he keeps Java Blues in the house and Hunter's Blend in the car. Or he would say, "That's." I think he's making a recommendation to you. Oh, so that way Java. you could keep uh, Hunter's Blend in your car. Maybe fill your glove Nick. box up with Hunter's Blend.
1: You know, and I love. Then, my, I uh, love the listeners. Java Blues in
0: the house. So <laughs> Nick's trying to help you win the coffee wars. Thank you very much, Nick. <laughs> Any attorney fees that result from this <laughs> will send to you. <laughs> That's good. I, I... Um, on the subject of the Bengals, to me, uh, their season will rise or fall, uh, certainly on Joe Burrow, but I think it's deeper than that. It's To me, it's, is A.J. Green healthy? If A.J. Green is healthy and he's A.J. Green, I have confidence Joe Burrow will be really good because if Tyler Boyd is your two at wide receiver mm. and you have T. Higgins and Auden Tate and John Ross – as you're 3, 4, and 5, and Joe Mixon's healthy in the backfield. Now, obviously, you've got to protect Better
1: offensive line. Last Better offensive, offensive line. line they get just... Jonah
0: Williams back from a year off because of injury. I just think, man, if A.J. Green is healthy, that's going to make – that's a domino. You know, you used to talk about in the Big Ten, they'd play up in bowl games, they'd sure. take two to the BCS, and then everybody else would get elevated, and the conference would suffer because, you know, the team playing in the Citrus Bowl against the SEC – Three was really like the Big Ten's third best team as opposed to its second best team. I think that's the kind of domino effect A.J. Green can have. If he's healthy and he and Joe Burrow are on the same page and we already know Burrow and Tyler Boyd have hit it off, uh, man, I think the Bengals could really surprise some people. I
1: do. I don't think they're uh, a playoff team. I think it would be of great significance and improvement if they get to eight wins. Oh, no doubt. From uh, two? Sure. I, well, I just think with the rookie quarterback. They're
0: over-unders five and a half. Five and a half wins. Okay. And I'd bet over on that.
1: i bet over on that. I think that's, I think six to seven is realistic. I think excellent work would be eight. I, look, I think Zach Taylor also is a, a very good coach. It, like a lot of teams, and nobody's using this as an excuse, but it's just a fact. They were decimated by injuries last year. Sure. The offensive line and the loss of A.J. Green. I mean, they couldn't run the ball. I mean, they got it going a little bit. Later in the year, but early on, it was just I did a couple of Bengal games early, and it
0: was just bad. They they couldn't run it at all. It was just and Andy really Dalton's bad. not the kind of quarterback you can put that kind of a burden on.
1: So, um, but I'm 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 excited for him. I'm excited for the, uh, uh, what, what, what the Ohio Cup or whatever they call it. I don't the know. Battle What's of Ohio, place? Battle of Ohio, second
0: week of the season on a Thursday night. So let's see, they're opening on the 13th. That's a Sunday, 14. 14- 15, so it would be September the 17th, the yeah, first Baker Mayfield-Joe Burrow battle at uh, whatever gonna, they're calling the stadium yeah, in Cleveland these days.
1: And, and the other thing, too, when fans do come back, it's going to be exciting. I, hopefully Joe and Baker, hopefully Baker Grits it going this year, and those two guys can establish something, and we can have really good interest in in this young quarterback battle for a very long time, whether it was uh, – am I right in my errors here? Brian Sipe and Kenny Anderson and –
0: or boomer? Yeah, no, I think and it was boomer. Uh, Bo- yeah, Bernie, Bernie, and boomer.
1: Yeah, what's that's great for that was the great. state of Ohio. I yes, love it.
0: Yes, so. absolutely. And you know the great thing about it too is I think that um, Joe and Baker both have that edge that okay. I that I have seen all great quarterbacks have, and uh, they won't be shy about maybe saying a thing or two that'll make a headline or two.
1: Yeah, I just think it's vital. If I were Kevin Stefanski, the one thing. That, you know, you're worrying about a lot of things, right? But the one thing that I would have as a secondary worry, but it's a very important concern, is that he has to make sure the best he can to his ability to make sure that Baker Mayfield gets off to a good start. Yeah. Because as um as confident as Baker seems, I'm not sure he's that confident inside to be honest with you.
0: Well, he's in a spot in Cleveland where the negativity multiplies quickly. It just is. Are isn't. you sure about um, that in Cleveland? <laughs> yes, i have having led that band for a while. The negativity in Cleveland because of the sufferings of the franchise and the inexplicable things that happen, like block field goals, return for touchdowns on final plays, and guys celebrating wins with a thrown helmet and thus incurring a 15-yard penalty, giving the team that just missed a potential game-winning field goal a chance to then make a game-winning field goal. Stuff happens to the Browns that doesn't seem to happen to any other franchise. And so when something happens that would be a 2 or a 3 on the worry scale of another franchise, it's an 8 or a 9 in Cleveland. And the fans get it in their teeth like a pit bull with a chew toy, and they won't let go of it. And whether it, player, you shape, well, players are in the facility and they should be able to Shut all that stuff out. (laughs) It just doesn't happen for the Browns. There may be franchises that are good at that. I think New England's pretty good at shutting that out. But the Browns have not typically been good at that. You know
1: who other is awful at that in Chicago? Yeah. I mean, they... Marv Levy had a sign, I think I've told you this many times, on his door for those of you that are listening. I thought it was really, really good by Marv. If you start listening to the fans, you'll start sitting with the fans Soon be with them. Yeah. <laughs> and which I thought that's uh, really good. And, and, you know, it's interesting because Matt Nagy had a little bit of a, a issue uh, dealing with Chicago because he's always questioning you're talking about negativity, or if you go to the giants or the jets or Philly, I mean, there's certain cities where it's easier to play and coach and Cleveland's one of them where, you know, it just, you're, you're, They get something negative in their mind, and I have the perfect example of this coming up in our face segment. Mm -hmm. You get something negative into your mind, they don't let it go. And it's almost like, it's almost a little bit like the sports writers that seem to be rooting against college football. They almost want to celebrate everybody's unhappiness. And they take joy in other people's Unhappiness or other people's lack of success.
0: Or and it makes I'm, good copy.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure well, okay.
0: Yeah. Whatever the reason yeah, yeah, may be. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, this is the time of year where a lot of people are looking at new health insurance because of open enrollment time coming, whether it's for your company or whether it's for you individually. I had an interesting conversation yesterday with Chrissy from auiinfo.com, and she, no surprise to me, knew something I did not know. Did you know when you go to healthcare.gov? and survey all the plans that you can have as an individual. That built into the cost of those plans is conferences you can have online or through chat with a government employee about health care plans. So you're paying for a consultant, whether you know it or not. Guess what? Chrissy is a consultant on health care insurance that if you're an individual You will not pay more for your health care plan if you use her expertise and all the things that she has done to vet health insurance plans for you as an individual. If you go on healthcare.gov, you might say, well, this plan's the lowest. I'm going to go with this plan. What you may not know is it might not include your doctor. It might not include the hospital around uh, the corner, down the block, or even in your same zip code. Chrissy will know all that stuff and will be able to go through it with you to find the right plan for you. And, again, you will not pay more because the health insurance companies compensate AUI info, not you. Same for business owners. So if you're looking for health insurance for your employees to attract the best employees and to take care of the employees that make your business run, similarly AUI Info does not charge you. the health insurance providers compensate them no additional costs. So when it comes to health insurance, auiinfo.com auiinfo.com and that goes for any resident of the state of Ohio or any business in the state of Ohio. Uh, Bad news for players like Jack Sawyer of uh, Pick North, whose team debuts Sunday against Pick Central. Jack Sawyer, uh, top five, top ten high school player nationally, opted out of his senior year to get ready to play at Ohio State because I think he thought they're going to have a season in January and I want to be fresh to play as a freshman at Ohio State. The Football Oversight Committee of the NCAA, Spiels, um, is apparently dead set against and about to vote against incoming midterm freshmen like Jack Sawyer and Travion Henderson, the running back from uh, down south who's coming here. They will not be eligible if the Big Ten is playing some sort of a football schedule in January, gonna have to worry February, March, April, they're,
1: they're not playing anything in January. Okay, they're I, there's, they're going to be playing nothing, in October, November, December, or they're not playing. They're going to be playing. They got to be. If you want to be, what's the? There's no point. There is absolutely zero point to play in the winter. There's zero point to playing starting Thanksgiving. It even makes less sense when it's already been given the go ahead by the NCAA that basketball is going to start on time.
0: We're pretty much on time yeah late uh, November early yeah, December right
1: and, and so I mean what so what sense does it make to say, let's start football and basketball at the same time that makes a lot of sense doesn't make any sense
0: no it doesn't uh college football season uh, has already started but the teams that you know you know and care about whether good or bad, Uh, really start heating up next week. Clemson opens against Wake Forest on the 12th of September, and then the SEC gets underway on September the 26th. So maybe two weeks later, the Big Ten will be underway on October the 10th. There's been a lot of conversation about, oh, we can't possibly play by October the 10th. not true. I I don't get it. Why is a month
1: not enough to get ready for a college football season? It's more than enough, and I, I hate saying this, but I'm going to. um. Back when I played...
0: Yes, there we go. Thank you.
1: Uh, the refreshment came in a week. The varsity team came in the following week. And so when the three weeks from when the varsity team came in, we played the game. Played Oregon State my freshman year. Never forget it. Now, we had two-a-days and three-a-days, but we were ready to play.
0: And You and, didn't have the involved summer thing that no, these players typically nothing. have. No, typically we had nothing.
1: Have. And so... To say that they need more than a month is a uh, fallacy and to me. Uh, I think that's they're more than capable. And, you know, you talked about earlier, and I wanted to comment on this, that Jim Harbaugh said that get ready to play in October. Mm-hmm. Ryan Day said the same thing without saying anything by having those guys out there in helmets and shells. The Just
0: early in the week, they all yeah. of a sudden started.
1: Yeah, with a the different helmets. practice, a look, it, it, look it, to practice, and yeah. so
0: he didn't need. So I, I think
1: those guys knew that the momentum was swinging their way, and who knows what's said behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do think that everybody's anticipating an October season. My suggestion would be play in October. If you're not going to play in October, then shut it down. Shut it down for good, because you're not. There's it's worthless and useless, and the only there's nothing to gain. Again, it's 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 risk evaluation what am i risking and what's the gain? if i play in november in january what's the gain? there's nothing nobody's going to be interested nobody cares you're going to lose all your good players in good conscience every coach would tell uh, an nfl draftable player hey you're
0: you're not playing in january i can't do that to your future mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh we have a uh, tweet from brad or a facebook message from brad he says i wrote you a while back about how god worked in my relationship with my dad he's getting baptized fantastic
1: good wow. for you
0: brad that's awesome we're very happy good for god that. yeah good for god absolutely and good for the holy spirit working in his heart uh so why don't we use that as a transition into the faith portion of the uh podcast can we do our drawing first oh or? yeah sure i forgot about that sorry my man uh, again so, this is not your best day no it's not <laughs> it's not my best day uh, this is our drawing for $1,000 like in COVID-19 relief. kind of like
1: the state championship in your senior year. When yeah. You had, wasn't your best day, was wasn't it? Wasn't my best day. But you are a two-time state champion, but even um, though it wasn't your best
0: day. Rumor is, yes. Uh, you can email your nominations to SpielmanHooleyPodcast at gmail.com. I made it so easy for you yesterday. I put on the uh, We Tackle Twitter account a fill-in-the-blank. I nominate blank because of blank. All you have to do is cut and paste that. Stick it in an email and send it to SpielmanHooleyPodcast at gmail.com. And some people availed themselves of that, so perhaps we'll be drawing your name today as Mr. Spielman is reaching into the bucket and pulling out four cards. Uh, Once you're nominated, you don't have to nominate again uh, because we keep you in there until you win. So our winners today are uh, Brittany, Christy, Marcy, and Shannon. Those are our four winners today, so we'll be contacting them. Uh, Chris's wife Carrie will take care of getting you your check, uh, your funds via what Venmo, Venmo, PayPal, whatever, PayPal, you know, whatever it I is. So I don't that's thank a... you to Chris and to all his uh, various endeavors, including selling his Big Ten championship rings, Volunteer Energy, and CBD products, and others who've contributed to the forty thousand dollars that we're giving away. We're well past the halfway point of that, so don't miss out on your chance to help someone. With a two hundred and fifty dollar check, imagine yeah. making that phone call. I nominated you; you won. That's,
1: yeah, that's great. We All get right. a lot
0: of congratulatory, thankful emails for it. And uh, one know.
1: guy was so grateful to receive
0: from a two-time state champion. Do you remember that? Uh, no, I don't remember. <laughs> he that.
1: did. That's what he. Emailed. That's what he
0: said. Yes. <laughs> Probably so touched, he framed the check. Didn't cash it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do the faith portion of the podcast. Okay. You had something you just referenced. Yeah. You were going to raise. Uh,
1: Kirk Cousins, Okay, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware. I am aware. Of the heat oh. that Kirk Cousins took.
0: Well, I know he's taken a lot of heat in his career, but I also know he's a strong man of faith.
1: Right. And so Kirk Cousins, when was asked about coronavirus, came out and said, look, I'm not I'm not worried. I'm not afraid. If I die, I die. That doesn't bother me. Uh, I will and do wear a mask out of responsibility to others. And for him saying that, he was just raked. And, and I'm trying to think of what what is wrong with what he said. What have you and I been saying from day
0: one? That we don't white-knuckle our mortality.
1: And so people get so offended <clears throat> By what he said, because Kirk is a man, a strong man of faith, mm-hmm. understands that he's not afraid to die. Understands that, you know, if God is will tell you if you. Jesus talks about how I'm going to prepare a place for you. Or we talk about the old things of past and everything is new, and you get a new body, new, new everything, and so Kirk has great faith and trust in that belief, as do Bruce, as do I. And people seem to hate him for saying that. He didn't say anything irresponsible. He didn't say, I'm not wearing a mask. He said he's wearing a mask. He doesn't like wearing a mask, but he's going to, Mm -hmm. like most of us, follow the rules out of respect for people. And if it makes somebody comfortable that he has a mask on and he's going to do it, what does it matter? whatever what anybody's motivation is as long as follow the rules and i could not understand when this all came down why people were destroying kirk for for just saying the gospel well we are going to be persecuted and and i had this conversation with a young man on wednesday i said to him and he's kind of just you know he's like a wave in the ocean, right? Mm -hmm. Hot one second, down the next, like many of us. Tossed and turned, Yep. And we were talking about this, and I said, here's my experience. The more closer you draw to God and the more you uh, worship God, the more you uh, commune with God, whatever the case may be, the more you're going to be attacked. And how true that is. Mm -hmm. How true that is. And one of the things we talked about in, you know, your concerns for the First Amendment, my concerns for the First Amendment, pretty soon, you know, um, don't be surprised. And people, look when I say this, people think I'm insane. Don't be surprised if you wear a T-shirt with a Bible verse on it that that would be considered hate speech. Don't. I, I, I mean, I, I know that sounds extreme. I know what I just said. But if that does uh, come into play and that does turn out to be true, There's not one ounce of surprise that went through my mindset.
0: No, and I touched on it a couple podcasts ago where I said that I often scratch my head when I read in the Gospels how many times Jesus flat out told his disciples, I'm going to go and I'm going to be crucified. And they just didn't hear it or didn't process it or something. Similarly, we are promised... Suffering for following Christ, and we are promised persecution. And I hope that I'm not blind to the fact that that is, if Jesus said it, I'm real sure it's going to happen. Maybe not in my lifetime, maybe in my children's lifetime, whatever. But that He also says it's commendable, and it's a way to prove that your allegiance to Him and your faith in His atonement at the cross is complete if you're willing to endure that suffering. It's one of the arguments that people make for the authenticity of Jesus' life is that his disciples were willing to die to defend it. Right. And people say, well, if it was all a ruse, if Jesus didn't really rise from the dead, then if the then the disciples when persecuted would have said, "Okay, yeah, we made that up. If if, if you'll let me go, I'll admit I I made that up." But they mm-hmm. were willing to die for it. People don't die for something that they believe to be or they know to be untrue. They're only willing to die for something that they're, as the saying goes, defend to their death.
1: Yeah, you know, and yeah, I think it's important for people to know, because I don't want to make anybody nervous or, or drive anybody out, but that's that's the truth. But you're also, you'll never go through it alone. You also receive so many blessings. Your eyes will be open. There's a peace, a genuine peace, as Philippians 4 talks about. Yeah. A genuine, a genuine peace that uh, surpasses all understanding. Uh, you don't know why you have this peace, but you'll receive this genuine peace. And that's that's not um, a guess on my part. That's a promise. There's a genuine peace that will come over you no matter what you go through or what trials and tribulations. James chapter 1, starting in about verse 2, talks about the trials and tribulations. And, and these things have to take place so that uh, per, so that you develop strength and perseverance. In a reliance and trust on God. My grace is sufficient, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. For when I am weak, I am strong, says Apostle Paul in First Corinthians.
0: Yeah, uh, so I wanted to just add on to that. We talk about life being full of choices, and we ask that our children and we make good life choices. In the course of making good life choices— I believe with all my heart, as does Chris, the most important choice you make is your eternal life choice. That is your most important pretty choice. pretty much a lot at stake there. Yeah. It? So, um, and I'm trying to order my life from a, a vision for my life, a purpose and a mission for my life. And my vision is that everything that I do conveys to others the gravity of making that correct eternal life choice. I have to live in such a way that I make that life choice attractive to others. I have to stand for truth in what I say and do to not disgrace the gospel in any way. But uh, and, and, and those who do not know Jesus as their Savior, I want to um, lovingly, calmly, yet boldly stress the... <laughs> gravity urgency the urgency yeah. yeah the absolute total importance of getting that decision right
1: well again on on this podcast we're going to expose what we believe we're not going to impose it on you because bruce can't make you believe i can't make you believe nobody can make you believe that's the beauty of christianity and i think the difference in uh, a lot of the world religions with christianity it's uh it's free choice and free will um Jesus said, I'm standing here knocking at the door. He didn't say, hey, I'm going to ram this door knock this door down. I'm coming in. No. You have to open the door and let him in. Big difference.
0: Yep. It's a choice and he does not say no to anyone. So, um, no matter what you've done, thought, said, felt, there's forgiveness for I him. hope
1: you have a better day
0: and a more productive I'm gonna, day. than When off. you leave, I'm going to start the virus scan in the hopes that by the time you come back next Wednesday. It's not It'll a COVID virus that you're putting no. in our computer. Or as far it, no? as I know, it's very not. Very good, sir. As far as I know. <laughs> 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 yeah, check with the Penn Can State. Can I get, get one th- very good before check I go? to the Penn State doctors.
1: Can I get one very good from you before? Very good what? That no, you, 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 you always were... do that every time I... Uh, uh, say what? Very good? Yeah, if I do like a snarky comment that you agree with. Uh, I have a, I have a, a you, verbal you, tick. You do. Do I really? You did well, not. get that out. You did I not know. You know that I noticed those types of things. Awesome. Very observant. Well,
0: you know, we're
1: wasn't your best I, of, effort of today. All, no, I, I'm all, lovingly telling no, you my that. Tech,
0: my technology or my
1: contribution? Uh, contribution's fine. Okay. That's consistent. But just overall, you you know, I lovingly tell you and share with you, Thank you the truth. You weren't very
0: good today. I can be better. <laughs> <laughs> Say very good, sir. Well, very good. Yeah, um, <laughs> I... Uh, I have been your partner longer than anyone, I think, consistently. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> I'm the bad nightmare that keeps coming back. Hey, by the way, speaking of partners, before we go, congratulations to Sean McDonough. Signed a new yeah. extension Good with ESPN. Sean. Yep. Love Sean. He's fantastic, and uh, wish him well on everything he does. All right, everybody have a great Labor Day weekend. I will be. Uh, I think I'll do one Monday. Oh, you're going to do it Monday? Yeah, but you don't need to. Uh, we'll see. Because I don't want to get up that early, well, so I'll do it when I get up. Okay. Wow, laziness. Yes. Again, another <laughs> check mark. More sleep, <laughs> since she didn't bring me the CBD sleep product. <laughs> oh, more extortion. More <laughs> extortion, yes. I'm headed to Hemisphere today. You all have a great weekend. We'll uh, talk to you again soon. <laughs>